Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, big power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it's episode 466. A Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane. Man, Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year to you, bud. Dude, it's been uh, it's been a minute since we've uh, sat in the old podcasting chairs, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the first week of December was when we wrapped up for the year. I mean, nobody nobody else in the world knew that but us. But you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of a nice like. I think it's like the longest break we've had. It is. It's it's kind of one of those things where you kind of almost like yearn to do it again. Yeah, because you're like, oh man, podcasting again. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just sometimes it's it's a tedious part of life to do this, and not all the fellow podcasters understand that. Oh yeah, well it gets to be, you know, it's especially when you're busy, right? In the holidays is like the busiest time of the year for everybody, mm -hmm. and so it was nice to kind of take. It's almost like a uh, mental health break. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I agree with that, and it was kind of it was kind of nice. So uh, now the holidays are over. We're in January. It's the new year. It's 2023. How you feeling, man? Uh, you know, I'm feeling okay. You know, uh, I told you off air the hits keep, hits keep on coming. The hits always are coming, aren't just, they? Just because it's 2023, you know. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll survive like we always do. That's how we do it, man. We have to. We yeah. have to survive. Gosh dang right. But you know, it's uh, it, I, I, I'm I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to stay, you know, in in a good good headspace this year because I was. I was getting pretty low there for a minute, Breaker. You were getting, you had some low moments. I, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really expecting to talk about this, but like, I was, I was, my mental health was pretty effing low, you know, uh, yeah. last, last few weeks. Uh, and a lot of that, which I talked to you, I was on a, I was on a diet pill that was prescribed to me. Mm. And, um, I was having major withdrawal symptoms from that. Yeah. And I'll never forget you messaged me, um, because I think, cause I, and I didn't even mean to like trigger anything, but I was kind of like, hey man, what's going on? You're normally so jolly, like, because mm -hmm. you're a Christmas guy and you'd kind of act like I'm just not into it. And I was like, and I think you maybe thought about that later, like, why am I not right. into it? And then you kind of hit me up, like, maybe it's his medicine. Yeah. And you said something about it. And I was like, 
Well, is that, is that like withdrawal or what? Yeah. Well, so like, like, I mean, this is like, that was like the lowest point I have been in a long time. Like I, like, this is a super downer thing to say, but like, I even Googled like the, like most peaceful way to commit suicide. Oh Jesus. man! <laughs> like it was like rough. And, um, and, but that's how I found out that, uh, you know, when you Google stuff like that, the, the mental health hotline is the first thing that pops up. Um, but anyway, like I, I was having all that. And then I was like, why, why am I feeling this way? Cause nothing out of the ordinary, like I was having a lot of stuff going on, but it was like stuff that I've dealt with before. It wasn't like anything out of the ordinary that I haven't dealt with before. And like, but I, I, I started researching it and Steph brought it up to me. She said like, it might be that medicine. You know, and because I, I had been off of it for a couple of weeks and she said, she said, you might want to just look and see if there's like what the symptoms are of withdrawal from that medicine. Mm-hmm. I Googled it and like thoughts of suicide, hardcore depression. I mean, it didn't say hardcore, but like depression, like all that stuff was like symptoms of withdrawal from that medicine. And that was something the doctor didn't say a word about. Yeah. When, when I had started taking it, and as a matter of fact, they are the ones that told me to stop whenever I go off of it. Just, I don't have to wean off of it or anything. Just stop taking it. And sure shit. Like about a week later, I was like slowly starting to feel better. And now I feel like back to normal, like back I, to back to old Bane. Right. Yeah. And like the, the thing of it is, is like, I still have all the shit going on and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the same stuff is going on. It's just, I don't feel like this like crushing weight on me anymore. And I don't want it to get this to get like too negative, but I have for many years have not really trusted doctors. Mm-hmm. And, and that is kind of like a big case in point yeah. where like, if you're going to take a medicine, that's that big of a risk, you shouldn't understand what it is. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that should be their job. Like, Hey, just so you know, this is pretty extreme stuff. Mm-hmm. When you come off of it, this is what you might experience. That way you can kind of in, in your head adjust to that. Like yeah. that's, I don't know, man, that's just, that's just wild. Well, and even the pharmacist told me, like, didn't tell me like that, you know, and I know normally like, at least when I've gotten on new medication, the pharmacist yeah. will always want to talk to me a little bit and uh, make sure I understand everything. And mm-hmm. but she didn't even say like, when you come off of it, you need to come off of it slowly. You know, she didn't say anything like that. And I actually ended up coming off of it pretty abruptly. I wasn't, I was actually supposed to have a whole nother month's worth, but I had like a kind of a big argument with my doctor's office about that because they were wanting me to come in for another visit. And I was like, no, I have it in writing that I don't need to. They're like, well, you you have to. And I'm like, that's, and again, I'm not a big fan (laughs) of that when it's like, you have to come in for a visit just to confirm that what you already told me. Right. Well, in in that, they just want to make sure everything's good. I was like, I did that last month. You know, everything's good. I've been on it for two months now. Everything's fine. And they're like, well, you got to come in or else you're not going to get it. It's a controlled substance. And I was like, I guess I'm not going to get it then because like, I can't afford to pay you guys 50 bucks a month. Like yeah. <laughs> just to be on this medicine when I'm also paying like 30 bucks a month to be on this medicine. And it was like, I was like, I'm just going to stop taking it. Uh, so we'll see how I do off of it. Yeah. You know, so luckily uh, on the, on the plus side of all that, I haven't really gained any weight back. That's good. Um, I mean, I, I have gained a few pounds, but I just consider that holiday. Oh yeah, there's you know holiday I mean? weight always. Because because I you know I I, I grew up down. Oh know? of course. Let's, let's let's not let's not act like I didn't. Right. Well, that's the that's what the holidays are for, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I'm glad to hear that you're doing better, though. You know, like I think the break was probably good for both of us in that regard. Like, yeah. it's just good to have a kind of a detox of of things like that and kind of move forward to to new things, man. Absolutely. I even made some goals for this year. Some goals, like yeah. some like New Year's resolutions or what? I don't want to call them that because I feel like if I call them that, like I'm gonna I'm gonna blow them off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I got some, I got some goals for 2023. You know that I want to want to get accomplished. The the first thing is I want to finish that uh that book that I was writing for for the Bill Benis. Want to knock that out. Um, that, I mean, honestly, like that's actually something I've thought about too is writing a book because yeah. I know some guys that have independently published books, and I'm like, hell, that I could do better than them, you know? Right. Like, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I'm like, not that I have a story to tell, but I think. I could write a book and I think it would Absolutely. be kind of like in your case, it's, that's kind of fun to say, like, I got a book. I, I wrote a book, you yeah. know, like who could say that? Yeah. And that's something like I've wanted to do, like you and I both, I, I think you were in, in that class. Uh, we were in that creative writing class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that class. I did too. That so was like fun. my favorite class. And it was just, it was fun to learn how to, I can't remember. The, what is the teacher's name? It was Vasquez. Is that her name? Miss Vasquez. Yes. She was a sweetheart of a lady. Oh, yeah, she was awesome. Um, she also was, like, really uh, open to, like, kind of, like, let you do what you wanted to do. Yeah. Which yeah. I think was a big thing. When you're stifled with stuff, that's kind of what makes it hard. Like, she was always mm-hmm. there to help, but, like, she kind of was just like, just write something. Just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. She was a super cool teacher. And that was one thing about our high school that I felt like didn't really get praised enough is we all, like, we had some normal teachers that kind of sucked. But oh, we yeah. had some awesome teachers, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like we had a, we had a pretty cool staff back in the day. Yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, I loved that class. Loved doing that. So like even like back then is when I really started to like I wanted to start writing and stuff like that. And that was something kind of always been a goal in the back of my head. But like now that I've started, like and I feel like I'm I'm probably about a third of the way done writing it. And so like I want to I want to knock the rest of that out. I figure if I can do like you know eight to ten pages a week, yeah. You know, I could knock it out in a few months. I think I think the benefit of that, too, is that it's not a uh, a truthful story. So you can kind of just go any direction you want. You right. Know? Yeah. And so it's it is so far. It's been really fun for me to sit down and write it. So I'm going to do that. The The main thing, though, as far as like real life stuff, I, I got to get me a new car mm. like like my um that tra- that tranny on my car, man. It's. It's going downhill fast. That's nah, never good. No. So, and what's stupid is it's a new new car, not new, but it, 2016. Yeah. So, like, but those the daggum CVT and transmissions. Yeah, man. You know they're they're rough. But that sucks. I, was, I hate I hate having to get a new car. And you're just like, oh god. I was thinking about getting a getting an electrical electric car. Really? You have yeah. anything in mind? Um, no, I don't want a Tesla, um, and mainly just because. I have a personal vendetta against, uh, not really personal, but like, I just, not I a big Elon fan. Do not like Elon Musk. Um, Boy, he's really made Twitter a thing, hasn't he? He's just, he's just, oh God, just an idiot. Um, so, aren't Teslas like extremely expensive though? Yes and no. Like, I've seen some models that are about like starting out at like thirty-five to forty. So, okay. like. Yeah, but like there's also gas powered cars that are more expensive. Sure. Um, but I, what do you think about the charging aspect of it? Because that makes me nervous. I guess it probably wouldn't be that big a deal if you can charge it in your home and like yeah. and there's charging stations if you're making a long trip or something. Yeah, and that's 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 one thing. There are charging stations. So like I I'm thinking from like let's say here to Fort Worth, 
here to Dallas. Like I, my, uh, my brother has ridden with somebody to Dallas in a, in a electrical car. And he's like, we had to stop like three or four times Ugh. to charge. I'm like, so that would suck. Yeah. But as far as driving back and forth, like day to day, It'd be hella good. I mean, like, there's and you're not a you're not a big traveler. No, so I, you're you're a to work from work kind of guy. Yeah, maybe you know go across town if I need to. You know what I mean? But like even that, like South Tulsa traffic sucks. Oh God, it's um, the worst. But like I, but yeah, I mean, it, but doing that, I mean, my um, I've I've read that as far as charging it at home, as far as the electric bill, it really doesn't have much of an effect. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, you know, it's it's obviously more power than a. Than a, than a light bulb you yeah. know what i mean but like i've heard it's not like as bad as what you think now i do know like charging stations like you do get charged for that you know what i mean i guess there's i think you have to have a card on file or something like that in your vehicle and they just charge it to the car that's on file that sounds right so i mean which still but you easy, don't have to use those unless you're you know unless you just have to yeah yeah i mean um but like the the big reason why I want to do one is we're getting that starting next year we're getting a seventy five hundred dollar tax credit on for for switching. I'm like it's kind of a make it you know like because I I know like Chevy I'm just using them as an example because I really don't want it but like Chevy has that I think it's the Chevy Bolt and they're about twenty four twenty five grand mm-hmm. brand new but with that seventy five hundred tax seventy five hundred dollar tax credit that would be like. 16 somewhere around there yeah that's doable that's i feel like that's like not too shabby you know what i mean like i might be able to uh, might be able to swing that because i paid like 10 5 or 11 for for my car yeah um when i bought it so like it's only a few thousand more i think i could handle that yeah but there's uh there's definitely some factors though with those electric cars that i'm not quite sure about so I want to do some research to find out who's the most uh, trustworthy <laughs> as far as that. And I feel like that's the bad thing is because Tesla's probably the best. Oh, yeah. Because they've been around so long. Well, I know when I worked at the uh, Nissan dealership, they had one called the Nissan Leaf, which was there. I remember that, yeah. Was that all electric? I don't think it was all electric. Was it like was, a hybrid or whatever? It was a hybrid. Yeah. But it was uh, the gear shift was really weird, I remember. Um, knob, right? No, it was, it was a handle, but you clicked it down. It didn't actually go into gear oh. and so like you go three clicks that's drive one click up that's reverse and then push a button for park oh very it was hard kind of hard to get used to to the point where i was like at the time moving around cars and i got in it and i'm like hey. um i don't know how to move this yeah. and like someone showed me it's like oh okay that's weird you know Sheesh. and it's weird to like just put it in park just button yeah it's kind of like a push button start car right first time you see it you're like what is going on here you know yeah just a very, it's a very different, uh, very different feeling, I guess. Yeah. But no, man, I think, I think getting a new car is always, it can be a good thing, but it's always a, uh, interesting time. Also sucks to have a car payment. Yes, it does. That's the thing that, that just blows. Not a fan of car payments. Nope. Uh, speaking of payments, that's a good segue. What do you think about Mandy Rose's situation here? Hey, you know, uh, Wait, have we talked about that at all yet? We haven't. And God bless her, you know, make that money girl. Make that money. So people don't know, which I can't imagine you don't. She gets released from WWE. Mm-hmm. Kind of shockingly, too, because she was like the NXT Women's Champion. Had been for like over a year. Yeah. And it just up and released after she drops the title. Everyone doesn't really know why. Turns out she has this fan time page. Now, there was a rumor before that she was doing, quote unquote, dick ratings mm-hmm. on this, where people would send her a dick pic and she would rate it for them for money. Yeah. Which I was like, well, that's kind of 
interesting. Like that's that's adult content, right? Like that's a that's a little bit. I mean, I don't think that's public, but it's like through messages and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize she did that because I know there was a period where a lot of these women had these fan pages, but they were all like no nudity, no nudity, no right? Nudity. And it was kind of like across the board. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, I'm it's just a, it's I'm a fanboy thing. Just want to throw this out there, ladies. I'll, I'll give you boob ratings, five bucks. I'll uh, I'll do it for three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> just send them my way. I'll I'll one to ten. Because careful, someone's gonna slide your DMs with the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got the good stuff. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but uh, so I apparently the the rumor is um, she had been because it's all behind a paywall. This is where it's interesting because. I don't think it was super well known she was doing this, right? Right. I mean, I didn't know. I had no clue. And so apparently she is. Because she wasn't promoting it. Right. And I think she had a link on her Instagram, but didn't really talk. Oh, okay. About, she didn't talk about it as much. I mean, again, I didn't follow her at the time, so right. I didn't know. But when she gets released, that kind of opens the floodgates. Oh, she was released because she's putting adult content on this page. Everyone's like, hey, I'm going to need to see that right away just to prove, like, you know, right. what's going on here. Yeah. And um, apparently Prince Albert was the one that kind of like. Oh, he was signed up. You know he was. Well, apparently he's the one that told HBK. And that's when they made the, the deal. And I'm like. You pervy old man. Well, that's the thing is like, how do you know unless you're signed up? <laughs> right. right. Like that's someone had to know or right. someone told him or whatever it was. But just it's for, actually. Just for research purposes. It's a it's an interesting thing, though, because like <laughs> if no one had known, if I would have kept quiet, like. How, how long, long could she have done this for? How long do you think he was signed up for before he told HBK? <laughs> Six months. And do, you, and do you think he's still signed up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I don't know. So this was this was crazy. Apparently, they asked her to stop. Yeah. Or stop doing what you're doing. And I don't know if she just refused. I don't know how that conversation went. Yeah. That hasn't been publicized, but she obviously didn't. And uh, so they ended up letting her go. Now, I do know... Back in 08, this was a right around the time Edge and Undertaker had their big feud and they had this Hell in a Cell match. Mm -hmm. And they were told the day of the show, no blood. Yeah. They're like, what? No blood. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Can't do blood. And that was around the time the deal with Mattel came into place. Mm -hmm. And I've heard Paul Heyman speak on this saying, like, if they go back to a harder rating, they don't have Mattel. Right. And, and so... Obviously, the Mattel figures are a huge profit for both companies, I assume. And, like, you know, not that Jax was the worst or anything like that, but it's like there was something to getting a line like like a big company like Mattel to make their stuff. Sure. So, if Mattel does not going to, if they're not going to say, if they're going to say no to blood, they're definitely saying no to, you know, boobies. Absolutely. So... I, I don't know like how long this went before it finally was like, okay, we just have to let her go. Cause she's not going to stop. I don't know. Like it's, yeah. it's an interesting situation though. It really is. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a, I, I don't know it with her though. And I, I told you this off air, whether it be only fans or fan time, whatever it was, or WWE, both companies are selling the same thing. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Like they're like Mania, not to take anything away from her talent. She was a phenomenal, like not phenomenal. She was a pretty good wrestler. Like, but like she was sexualized in WWE. You well, know what I mean? Like big time. I mean, her whole gimmick was she's sexy. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's one of those things just, you know, she was just smart enough to make money on it on her own. 
And I think that's where the problem lied. I mean, because WWE was doing Playboy and all that shit. I mean, I, you're right. I think it's been compared to that. Or, and it's also been compared to like Paige and some of the others having stuff leaked. But that's also, that is different because, you know, that was a private video that got leaked. Nobody was supposed to know about that. What do you think about the comparisons to Playboy? I so like I think the common denominator is WWE's not making money on this. Yes. Like if WWE was getting a cut, a okay. But like like you that was something I never thought about was the toy deal. Like really? if if WWE like was you know backing her on this saying like as long as you, you know, give us a few bones for every dollar you make, we'll let you keep doing it. Maybe Mattel isn't cool with WWE anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's something like I, I didn't even think about, but that because makes back, no sense. They're back in the attitude era because they haven't done a Playboy deal since the Mattel deal, right? So that's probably why they dropped all that. But I mean, I I know the thought of someone being able to get a Playboy with Sable was like, oh my god, because that was like I didn't realize how many she did. She had like three or four, didn't she? Quite a bit. That's quite a quite a bit to be, you know. Uh, Doing that, I, I would assume she made a lot of money doing that. I, I would imagine so. Yeah, because that was like pre-internet. Oh, I know. Part. I know. Yeah. yeah. But. Well, Tori Wilson did a few of them as well. Yep. Yep. That was that was who I was shocked about. I didn't realize she had done so many. Yeah. It wasn't Sable. It was Tori Wilson. But yeah, that's wild, man. It, it's definitely crazy. But I mean, I guess she made a million dollars in the month of December. God bless her. So it didn't hurt her. Now I'll be honest. Yeah, I I wanted to see like, is she actually do like what is she doing? Did on you sign here? up? No, I didn't. But <laughs> I, I did some googling. You Googled, dude. Sign up's like thirty bucks a month. Oh hell no, I wouldn't but, do that. But not only that, I I went to some Reddit forums, which are pretty good to find information. Mm-hmm. And they were saying basically how it works is the thirty bucks gets you into the site, and then you uh, but then you have more to pay PDVs. for PDVs. Hell no. And I said like it would be like she'd send she messages you videos or stuff, and it's locked. It's like 90 bucks. Unlock this. Yeah, and I'm like, that's that, how she made her money. Well, that's also how she got away with it. Cause who's gonna, who's doing that? Right. So anyway, I, some of the videos, <laughs> some of the videos I found were her, like she's in a thong, like bouncing her, her booty. Okay. There was one of her in a pool swimming topless where you can kind of see your boobies. Well, you got to squint. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's not, it, right. It's not clear. And then the one that I thought was the most interesting is her going through her dildo collection. Okay. Which I'm just like, well, if there's ever someone that didn't need that, that would be you. But you right. know, here we are. Well, also too, like, I don't, to me, a dildo is like nothing sexy without the female involved. Well, right. But I think it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, aha, I knew you used one, right. you know, like your imagination can run wild a little maybe, bit. Maybe. Cause I know she ain't posting those videos. Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess she can, I don't know, but well, I, she can do whatever she wants now. She's not under contract. Well, she's under a no non-compete, which I don't well, know. That means that's just for wrestling. But. Right, yeah. She can she can compete on you know fan time if she wants. Do you think this will be a thing where is another wrestling organization pick her up now? Uh, does she want to be picked up? Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're, if she made a million dollars in December, right? So, what's the point of going to wrestling and getting beat up? Right, because your body's going to hurt. Yeah, you know. I mean, not to mention getting bruised up and stuff is probably not good for your, you know. No, oh, no, definitely not. Naked image, I imagine. Right, or you know, if if something happens and you break a bone, yeah, you know, there goes like. Or three, gets her nose broken or right. something. There's three months worth of content right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some weird people that might like that. Though, Hell, right? you know, I mean, there's a fetish for everything. Yeah. 
I don't know. I was just kind of I was kind of surprised by the whole situation. Honestly, man, it was a it was a weird deal. So I mean, but good good on her for making her money. You know, dude, I I will never never you know uh, make fun of or chastise a woman for taking advantage of all the simp's out there. You know, it's it's the simp's fault for being a simp. You know, it, it ain't the female's fault. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like if you ever think about like your most broke. Like you've ever been in your life where you're mm-hmm. like, man, I just, I, I'm so broke or you, you, your job doesn't pay, whatever it might be. Yeah. Think about if you're a woman, like you just need a webcam and you don't have to be pretty. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, you don't have to be pretty. You will make a little bit of money. It might not be million dollars in December money, but you'll make a little bit of cash. Yeah. You know, it, and that's the thing is if she went to further stuff she would be making a whole lot more money yeah i'm just saying like you show me a woman and i will i will find you a guy that wants to bang her it doesn't matter (laughs) it does not matter what you look like go make that money girl make that money absolutely well as we are now in january it's officially royal rumble season big underscore bane yes now you've talked uh, in the past about not being a huge not being as big a wrestling fan as you were Mm mm-hmm and I would say I'm not either, but I always look forward to the Royal Rumble. I get sucked back in around this time of year. Um, it's easily my favorite pay per view of the year. Yep. Um, what do you What do you feel like this year? Do you think it's going to be a good one? Like, are you, you have any thoughts on it? What are you thinking? I think it'll be good if Cody Rhodes gets his story. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's rumors about The Rock coming in and winning. If that happens, I'm going to be checked out. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think he needs to win. Hell, he did, I don't. I don't think he needs to be in it. You know, I mean, him being in it is fun. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I don't, he doesn't even need to be in it. Like, he can just walk in and be like, Roman Reigns, I'm the tribal chief, bud. You know, let's have a match at Mania. That's mm-hmm. that's all it's got to be. And then whoever wins the Rumble can, you know, well, challenge for one of the titles. All the all the rumors I'm seeing is like, if they if they don't get the deal done with The Rock, they're going with Cody, mm-hmm. and then like Seth and Drew for the night too. Apparently, it's like that's the two main events they're going with: Cody, that- Cody and Roman, Seth and Drew. Okay, for night one and night two. So what's Seth and Drew going to be? Is that going to be for probably one of the titles? That's the the theory. Oh, so they're having Roman drop one. Okay, and um, which I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I guess if they get the Rock, the plan is Rock and Roman, Roman and Cody have Roman work both nights. Okay, which I I think would be fun too. I I would actually enjoy that. The thing is, if they don't get the Rock now, I don't know if there's ever a time. Do you, I mean, no, because do you have Roman hold the title for another year? You don't. I don't right. think. And because we're already starting to see that they, they've been doing a little story where you, you're kind of starting to see splits in the bloodline, mm-hmm. you know, w- uh, with um, Solo being yeah. there. And like I, I, I clicked on SmackDown this past week because I wanted to see the Bray Wyatt thing. And um, I saw a little backstage thing with Sammy and Paul. And Paul was talking to Sammy about how, like, hey, you need to start hanging back. It's not a good look for you to be out there as the tribal chief and the crowd's chanting your name. And so, like, there's starting to be those splits. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't keep that going for another year. No. Um, but I think it'll be interesting Royal Rumble. Now, there's also rumors of Matt Cardona being in the, being a mystery spot in the Rumble. I would like that. Do you think, though, is it counterproductive to have that many, like, mystery spots? Well, the thing is, Matt Cardona is not going to be the top guy. No, but like, and so like, that's the thing is like, if he comes out the same Royal Rumble, the rocks in now you're overshadowed. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's almost like kind of like when they did the first women's, when they had so many legendary women come in, mm-hmm. it's like, 
Like, you don't remember that, like, oh, Jacqueline was in that. You right. know, like, I mean, like you almost get overshadowed. I think that year, the first year, they kind of tried to go all out, and it's like everyone's been done now. Like, right. Who, who, like, the only one they haven't really had is Alundra Blaze. Has she not been in one yet? She was in, like, the the Evolution pay-per-view Battle Royal. Ah, uh, yeah. But she wasn't in a Royal Rumble. So she's, like, the last one. They've even done, like, Mighty Molly twice. And they haven't gotten Alundra Blaze yet? Yeah. Damn. Like they've done Trish a couple of, I think Trish at least once, Lita a couple of times. Is she like, is she not able to to do anything? I don't know. I I would imagine she because she was just on NXT not too long ago. I feel like she could. I think to me that's the that's the one like mystery they can do this year where it's like oh, okay, yeah. Because they've done Tori Wilson twice, Kelly Kelly twice, the Bella Twins twice. It's like yeah, and I'd pop hard for Alundra Blaze being in there, especially if she came out as Medusa. Do you know what else would be cool? Who? Freaking Bull Nakato. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. She's retired now, and she's, like, skinny, but that would be cool. Can I also just say that she is, like, gorgeous? Oh, yeah. I've never realized that they until her now. Up yeah. A lot. She is a gorgeous woman. Yeah. I only remember her as looking like a freak. Well, like, they did the the, the hair and the makeup and stuff, and so she wasn't uh-huh. designed to look pretty. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, she's actually a very attractive woman. Yeah, I saw, like, uh, recent pictures and of her. Like, that's not like, bold. There's that's no not way. bold Akano. No way that's her. But yeah, she's a gorgeous woman. Yeah, I think that would be kind of fun to kind of revisit that. Hell yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things they could do. I think Awesome Kong coming in one time would be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, they could also bring back Kyrie Sane. Uh, yeah, they could now. Yeah. She's doing that. Um, I think free agents. Because she's the there. IWGP women's champion. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, and there's, as we record this, it hasn't happened yet, but Wrestle Kingdom's coming up in Tokyo. And oh, the big yeah. rumor is Sasha Banks is going to be there. Now, do they let women wrestle on Wrestle Kingdom? They're starting to. Okay, because, because they got the IWGP women's division. They, well, and a lot of people don't realize this. In Japan, it's always been like women companies. Yes. They've never had like a women's division. and That's why there's like stardom and stuff like that. I think this is like, I think this is kind of a cross thing between stardom and them. I could be wrong on that. Okay. But where I think they actually have an IWGP women's title, which is like a new thing. Yeah. Because that's always been Joshi over there. That's a totally different thing. So is Kyrie Sane the first IWGP women's champion? I don't know if she's the first. I'm okay. not sure on that. But it is a pretty new title. I actually heard she got injured though. Oh, that sucks. So I don't know the specifics there. Well, I just saw her with the title and she took a picture with uh, Shinsuke when he was there. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Shinsuke versus Great Muda. Yeah, for in Noah. Of in all places. Noah. I didn't see that match, but I saw the entrance uh that shinsuke had and that was like really cool see i'm kind of curious too with them letting shinsuke do this how cool would that be if the great mood is in the royal rumble that would be badass did he I ever mean, show up in wwe at never. all and i mean to me a surprise entrance i think it's cool when it's a one-off yeah you know give me like i know bubba ray dudley ended up returning but i was like that was kind of cool yeah like so great mood in the royal rumble that's a freaking moment i think I, I would be more up to that than, like, someone returning to the company sometimes. Mm-hmm. like And I'm not knocking on Matt Cardona because that would be fun if he's able to make that happen. But yeah. freaking great mood in the Royal Rumble. Like, it's just history. Like, yeah. why not? Absolutely. I'd be all about that. So there's got to be, like, WWE kind of playing nice, letting Carl Anderson go in yep. and defend and drop that title that he had at Wrestle Kingdom's kind of cool. Lending Shinsuke out. I think it'd be cool if they were able to get something in return for a Royal Rumble. I think it would be, and I think Triple H is smart enough to recognize that it's a good thing to do business with all these other companies. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think he'll probably try to do as much as he can. 
So I've been watching some of the Royal Rumbles from the 90s, and I never realized there was a trend from like 94 to like 97 or 98 mm-hmm. where they actually brought in a legend every year. So 94, Greg Valentine was in it. And he was announced, but he was like not there at the time. Yeah. And then 95, they had Dick Murdoch in it, which is kind of like. Really? Yeah, kind of random. And I remember they announced him, but it's like, okay, 96, Dory Funk Jr. was in it. Yeah. 97, Terry Funk came out. And then 98, the Honky Tonk Man was in it. That's, I think all of these were. I remember Honky Tonk being in there. They, they, all these were announced ahead of time, but they weren't really like promoted as like a legend. But dude, how cool would that be if they brought that back and started bringing in a legend? Yeah. I'd and I know they've that. done that, you know, in the past with like Mick Foley and Roddy well, Piper. Piper, and Piper and Snooker were in that one year. Yeah. But like, so who would, who would be like a good legend they could bring in? Well, you know, I mean, it's funny because like legends now that I feel like could actually still go are like guys that you and I grew up with. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like how cool would it be if like gang girl was in there. Gang girl was in there. My God. I mean, like it's, that's ridiculous. To hear but that it's music. Like, but if edge is in there, yeah. Put gang girl in there. Dude, like that stuff like that would be like, whoa. And Gangrel's in pretty good shape still, isn't he? Yeah, he still works. Yeah. Or Bob Holly. Give Dude, me that. Give me Bob. Give me spark plug. <laughs> not not, uh, not not hardcore. Not hardcore. I want Holly. spark plug. I want sparky plug. Yeah. You can call me sparky. Yeah. You can call me sparky too. <laughs> Dude, that would be all about that. That'd be Hell awesome. Oh, yeah. That'd be badass. D'Lo Brown. Dude, if D'Lo was in there doing his little head bobble, yeah. like, you know, I'd be, oh, hell yeah. Give me that shit all day. Well, honestly, even someone like that that's still in good terms with the company, what about like an X-Pac? Yeah, I'd be down with X-Pac. Yeah. Or if, again, like I, I think of all the extra gimmicks, like you could do one, two, three, kid. He could See, do, that would be kind of fun, actually. He could do six. You know, I know like his gear now is kind of representative of like six and X-Pac. Mm-hmm. So like I'd, I'd be cool with that. Like if you, if all because now that they do like the full Titan Tron, the music and stuff, like it'd be like, one, two, three, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, well, I remember one year they had Tatanka come out, like, randomly. Oh, yeah. It was like, Tatanka? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. But did, wait, didn't he return for a little bit after that? He did. Yeah, he had, like, the weird face paint, like, the real, like, yeah. I'm going to war Native American face paint. Yeah. That one, that just didn't work. Uh-huh. I was always, like, a big fan of him in the 90s, though. I was, too. Like, he was super, super cool. But it's kind of like, I feel like his return is kind of like what would have happened had... Charles Wright stayed Papa Shango in the Attitude Era. Yes. Like, that's that's how Tatanka, how Tatanka ended up when he came back is how Papa Shango actually would have been. Like, it kind of just probably would have flopped. How cool would it be if Ron Simmons came out as Farouk Asad? With the headgear? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Although, just seeing, just seeing Ron Simmons back as Farouk, period, as the badass APA Farouk, I'd be all about that, too. Oh, man. There, there's so many things. I mean... They still haven't done Papa Shango. They've done The Godfather at least once or twice. Yeah, and they haven't done Kama either. That would be fun. I, but they have to do Papa Shango. Papa Sh- I feel like Papa Shango is the most memorable, like, short s- character. Su- s- like, stupid character that they that that needs to be done. You know, he was only there like a year. Really? He. What's wild about him is, like, he had, like, a lot of big spots. Like the most memorable being like uh like he because he worked with Hogan, he also did the thing with Warrior. That's kind of how he was brought in. Yeah, like he was he was like a big deal for a moment. Well, and that's the thing is he kind of brought he was kind of brought in to be like he was cursing the Warrior and mm-hmm. and then he did that spot at WrestleMania eight. But like I think I think I was reading that he debuted right before WrestleMania eight, and then 
once he kind of came, once Warrior returned, that's when he started the feud with Warrior. Yeah. And then Warrior was gone, and then, like, he was gone by Rumble 93. He was in the Rumble 93, and that was, like, his last appearance. Wow. And it's like, that is nuts. And like Shortly was, after, he came back as Kama. Yeah, about a year later, I think. Yeah. I wonder if it was because of the whole voodoo thing. Because, you know, they did the uh, the Friar guy, and that... Friar that, Ferguson? Yeah, and that got a lot of heat. I wonder if the voodoo master got a lot of heat, too. Could have. I don't know. Like, I kind of thought the character was fun. I loved it. I thought that was, like, a super cool character. Like, yeah. I I still like to uh, use that character on 2K, like, all Absolutely. the time. I can love that character. Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah. And cool music. I mean. Hell yeah. Dude, I remember he was in one of the uh, old WWF games I had, and that music, it was, like, 8-bit style music, but it still was like, that's so cool. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. But, yeah, yeah, man, I think, the I mean, Cody Rhodes coming back in the Rumble is kind of a lock. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. I feel like he's got to win it though, right? He's we we got to have the feel good story, you know. Here's a different question: Who wins the women's this year? See, they it can't be Charlotte because she just won the championship yeah. uh, this past Friday. Um, I've heard rumor of a Rhea Ripley. I feel like she's the only one that can, like, unless they just go crazy dark horse. You know what I mean? Like a Liv Morgan again or something. And Bailey hasn't won one, but I feel like she's held both titles. It's not really like, finally, it's Bailey's turn, you know? And I feel like that's been the whole problem with the women's division. Yeah. When all these women have been champions on both brands multiple times, it's mm -hmm. like, eh. Do you feel like there's any women that they could put in there that would be a good surprise, though? We kind of talked about Alundra Blaze, Bull Nakano, but. Well, you know, uh, you mentioned Sasha Banks earlier, but no one's ever really talked, no one ever really talks about Naomi. See, I've also heard she's in Japan too. Really, I heard that today. So if they go, if they go together, then that would be great. Mm -hmm. um, see, but I wondered about her because of Jimmy. You know what I mean? Right. I figure she want to be uh, with him, but um, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, unless there's like an NXT person to call up or something like that, I, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who they would put in this year because they've kind of done that too, where they've had a lot of the NXT women in. They brought in some legends, and it's just like, again, the whole problem I've had with that is it's always the same ones. Yeah. Like, give us something different. But I guess that they have a limited pool. Yeah, the the roster isn't as deep. You know who I could see them pushing to the effing moon on the main roster, though? That damn Nikita Lions. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, because she's, I mean. Actually, she, it would be kind of cool Mandy Rose came in as a surprise entrant. Yeah, but I don't think they'll go that route. You know, there was somebody somebody brought it up. Oh, it was uh, Zelina Vega. She mm. had her OnlyFans. Yes, and that whole thing, and they fired her, and now she's back. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be. She a still, shock. Does she still have it? That I don't know. Now I, was she getting naked on there though? No, I I think she was just doing cosplay. I think she was just suckering people in because it was OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Well, and I think that, and again, that's that's a hard thing to think about because I've even heard Tony Khan. Make a comment how he was like all for it initially. Now he's like, yeah, we'll have to kind of see because he's probably thinking only like, fans or any type of premium yeah. content you're making money off of outside of the company. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, you're making your name with the company and then using that to make your own money out. I don't know. Is that fair or not? I'm not sure. It's a it's a weird catch 22. I mean, my whole thing is like, as long as it doesn't hurt my business. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know, and and that that's coming from a guy who isn't running a multi million dollar company, right? So you know what I mean. But like, I I feel like as long as, like, it, yeah, it, maybe if you're getting naked, 
yeah. doing explicit things, like maybe let's not do that. Well, Tony Storm has an OnlyFans, and I don't think she does nudity either. Right. But if... I heard she's posting basically what she posts on Instagram, but there's just more of it. Right. And so, okay, but so someone subscribes to that, but because of that, they're not buying a Tony Storm t-shirt. That does kind of cut into your business, or that could be... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in a weird way, because people only have so much money to spend. Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like the the people who are buying the the OnlyFans Tony Storm aren't aren't going to be buying her T-shirt anyway. That could be. Like, I mean, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend money on Tony Storm's OnlyFans, but like, I find her physically attractive. Right. I'm not gonna buy her T-shirt and wear, wear it around. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I like I'll support her you know what like cheering her on on television but like i'm not right. gonna i'm not gonna buy her merch because i don't want to wear a girl's t-shirt but that could also be a way to if you're a company to kind of say hey you can't do that and here's why but what's the difference between that and like twitch nothing exactly i mean so like i mean if if all these people can have their twitch accounts what is the difference and i and honestly i kind of think that's probably mandy rose's point probably you know what i mean and, and i get like twitch is technically free or whatever but there are like you, you pay money um, to you, it, you though, tip right? them all yeah. that stuff. You know, you do. Right, I think they call it something else. Well, I've seen that now. You can actually tip on Facebook now. Yep, that's a new thing. So, yep. Well, on Instagram, you can have subscriptions, kind of like Patreon. I've heard that, and yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. You yep. know, I, I mean, I guess it all depends on the circumstances of anything. You know, and that that's that's the whole thing about it is another problem that th- these people are all going to run into is if all of them have a premium site, no one's subscribing to all of them. Right. You know, you're just not. I mean, that's no. just that's just the way it is. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, back to the Royal Rumble, man. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be a, a fun show. I've actually heard rumor that they're going to have Edge and Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell this year. Ooh, that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Do you think, uh, speaking of Edge, rumor has it, He's kind of wanting to wind down. Yep, I've heard that too. Um, but keep in mind, he came back like three years ago. Yeah. 2020. Yep. And he's worked a limited schedule, but they've been good matches. They have been. Now, it was interesting because he came back like right before COVID hit. Yeah. And that was probably, to me, one of the best comebacks of all time. Yeah. I mean, we all kind of knew it was coming, but still, like, seeing that, that reaction, the look on his face, yeah. like, it was like, wow. Dude told the best story of 2019 just in his entrance. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was it, so good. It was incredible. And and as much as like we kind of thought it was happening, we weren't sure. Yep. Now, here's a Royal Rumble entrant we haven't discussed, but I think it's possible, and I think it would be amazing, especially if The Rock is in Stone Cold. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. Especially they have him back to back. I mean, seriously, think how insane that would be. Yeah. Right? Like, I Which mean, he looks good. So he's he's been training people like oh he's training for a WrestleMania match. He kind of denied that, which I think is what you have to do. Right. Who do you think he works at WrestleMania though? That's that's something I don't know, man. Like um who could he work? <laughs> I mean he could work anybody, but like yeah. I don't know where the story is there. I honestly think if they're able to lock in the rock, Seth and Drew could still have their match. Mm-hmm. But I'd way rather see Austin and Seth Rollins. Yeah, that would be a great match. I think if Seth Rollins, that overly obnoxious character, mm-hmm. you mix that with the Texas Rattlesnake, I think that would be a fun. I think it'd be a fun match. And I think Rollins would be able to bump well for him. And yeah, 
I don't know. I think they would. I think it would. I would think it would be good. Like I think Austin kind of blew away expectations. Yeah. This this past year because I haven't watched that match back, but I remember thinking like, like he actually looked pretty good considering his age and his medical history. Well, he took a damn suplex on the concrete. Yeah. You don't do that unless you're feeling good. And you don't do that at 57. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm 37. I would. I would. You know. I would. I don't know if I'd be up for a suplex on the concrete. Nope. I've, I've been body slammed on the concrete once, and it was not fun. So no, I can't imagine it was. It definitely did not feel good. So uh, it's just one of those things where, I don't know, man. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Stone Cold come in, do some do some stuff here and there. Yeah, for sure. Also, I want to bring this up because CM Punk has been all over this podcast this past whole year. Did you see that Dax Harwood has a new podcast? FTR with Dax, yeah. It's actually really good. Is it? And I know you're not a big wrestling podcast guy these days, but... Hey, hang on just one second. I'm going to take a little pee, pee break there. Yeah, you? good Lord. <laughs> Big underscore Bane's got to take a pee pee. Got to take a little tinky. So uh, anyway, what I was saying about the Dax Harwood podcast, first episode was all about his relationship with CM Punk. Yeah. Which is a cash grab. I mean, that's a way to get people to listen. Sure. It was a pretty fun episode, but he kind of talked at the end like he's like, I just hope Punk, Omega, the Young Bucks... And he basically is like, the Young Bucks need to be there. Kenny Omega needs to be there. CM Punk also needs to be there. I hope they can get together and put this behind them and, you know, work for the future of the business. Yeah. And I guess CM Punk made some headlines by kind of commenting on a tweet like, you know, duh. That's what he, I think is what he put. Like, when someone's like, Dax Harwood said, this is what needs to happen. Punk's response was like, duh. Like, that's what needs to happen. Do you think enough time's passed to where these guys can get together and make it work? Maybe, but I will be honest, if if CM Punk responded with duh, if I was the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega, I would be like, fuck you. Be even matter? Yeah, because what a stupid way to respond to that. Well, the whole the whole situation, like, you know, enough times kind of passed where we can kind of look at everything that happened. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was really pissed off for almost no reason. Yeah. And and that was kind of what I think was so shocking to me because I know he made a lot of heat with Adam Page over that promo. Mm-hmm. And Harwood brought that up in the podcast how he was like, I, he wasn't real happy with that. But I'm like, no one online caught that other than it just being a wrestling promo. Yeah. To me, it was no different than anything MJF said. Well, and, and most of AEW's promos are work shoots. Right. Because they ha- that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get that real... Ooh, yeah. you know, stuff in there. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I uh, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things where if you're if you're CM Punk, I know he's dealing with an injury, so he has the rehab of the injury anyway. Mm-hmm. So that may be a blessing in disguise, but what do you do? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I just think, like, if if I'm already on edge with a guy and then somebody says, like, Y'all just need to sit down and talk. And then that guy's like, duh. Like, okay, no, I don't yeah. want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, humble yourself a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, AEW would be fine without Punk. AEW doesn't need Punk. Like, and Punk probably doesn't need AEW. Yeah. But, like, if he wants to work with that company, he needs to humble himself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the god of wrestling. Right. Well, I th- that's the thing is like nobody is nobody's the god of wrestling, no. right? Like I think that's sometimes the problem we all run into is where everyone feels like they're irreplaceable, especially these big top stars. Like, let's be honest, Roman Reigns is the biggest star of wrestling of this generation. Would you agree? Yeah, 
but they don't need him either. You know, like as much as it like he is a benefit to that show, he ain't there for the long term. I don't think we'll see him in two or three years. I think he'll be gone, yeah, and what? I think he'll be doing a John Cena thing. And guess what? WWE will be fine without him. Right. And and it's just one of those things because there's always somebody who can step up. I look at that L.A. Knight guy. Mm-hmm. L.A. Knight is nowhere near the top of the card right now, but the minute he's like pushed to the moon, he's going to be the biggest star in the business. He's great. Phenomenal on the mic. Smooth as hell in the ring. I mean, that guy is great. Like, And then you look towards the future, guys like Austin Theory, mm-hmm. like as young as he is and as talented as he is, like Absolutely. give him five to ten years, he's going to be the biggest star on the card. Right. I mean, like the the company is going to be fine without these guys, and AEW will be fine without these guys as long as Tony Khan makes good decisions. So, speaking of another young guy that I think is going to be good is Braun Breaker. I could see him being yeah. in the Rumble this year. Oh, now, yeah. Did you hear that they have officially signed Legends deals with the Steiner brothers? So, are we dropping the Braun Breaker name? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping. How too. cool would it be if he shows up in the Royal Rumble and it says Braun Breaker? And then it goes away and it says like Bronson Steiner or whatever. Yeah. Even if it was just Braun Steiner. Something. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, because. But I mean, how cool is it going to be? Like, you're a video game guy. How's it cool to have Rick and Scott, like, classic era Steiner dude. brothers in that game? And then give me NWO Scott Steiner. Yep. Give me, in, or he wasn't in. in Dog, Dogface Gremlin Rick. Yeah. Where he's got the spiked hair in, like, the reverse of what Scott had on the mm-hmm. goatee. A little spiked collar. Hell yeah, give me that shit. Dude, as far as action figures and video games, those are two guys like, yes. Because they've honestly, there hasn't been a lot of Steiner Brothers figures with the crazy singlets. No, there hasn't. They had Galoobs, Mm -hmm. which they weren't real crazy looking then. They had Hasbros, and those were kind of crazy looking, but not really. Like, there's a lot. They were a lot of different stuff that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So I'm I'm super pumped for that. I think those that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of that, you know, you talking about the video games, like I was thinking about this because I've been getting back into 2K22 and I don't know if I'll be buying a, like a 2K23. I know it's coming out in March, but I don't know if I'll be buying that again. Not, not into it? Well, I just, I think there's a lot of things they'll have to do to get me to buy that game again. It, well, that's the, so did we talk about Fight Forever yet? Yes. About how they don't plan to do more than one game? Yeah. Everything's going to be add-on or, or changed. And I think that's how it should be. It's a very interesting concept, but you think about it, you're consistently making more money with the same game. That's the Well, that's that's what I was saying like early on. Like, do do it the way The Sims does it. And that's that's exactly how they do it. The Sims 4 has been rocking for like six years. Yeah. Seven years, maybe. And like they keep adding new things, and they keep making the game bigger and better to where if you have everything, it's going to take up your damn near your entire hard drive, but it's going to be a hell of a cool game. Well, I remember I used to like to do similar to what you have done, where I like to create all the WLW guys. Yeah. And then like my random friends that I met through wrestling and kind of create my own wrestling organization Yep, on the game. I always thought that was a lot of fun to do. And then the new game would come out and it's like, none of that's transferable. Exactly. That always sucked to me because it's like, damn it. You know, like, yeah. In fact, I think there was one game I had. It might have been like 2K13 or something or 2K12 where I just kept that for a couple of years because it had demolition on there. Yeah. And I was like, they're not on any other games. I want to keep demolition. Like, that's awesome. You know, right. and it was one of those things where it sucked to have to, you know, get a new game and lose all that data that I had spent out. Like, as you know, hours creating. Yeah. And this is before the creation was as good as it is now. So, well, and like the, and that was what I was saying about like, how I don't know if I'll like, there's certain things that they'll have to do to get me to buy it because like they revamped 
or not even revamped. They like stripped down the creation suite for like the, um, the, the actual superstars. So like, you can't really edit body types Mm -hmm. and things like that. They have custom, like not custom, but like default body types that they give you. And the only thing you can adjust is the height. Yeah. And so like, I think they need to get it to where they can like, you can adjust that again. And, you know, and I know why they did it. They did it because there was a lot of clipping involved, like with titles and, and like the clothing and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I, so I totally get it, but like, it's still, it's, it's really annoying. And then, you know, I would like, and I know it can be done because MLB does it. Like I hate the, the way create a state create an arena is set up because it's just default arenas. And then you just can slightly edit it. Whereas like MLB, you literally build it from the ground up. Which would be fun. That would be amazing because I'm thinking like, what if I wanted to build like a Lucha Underground? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a totally different look. What if I don't want the ramp to be like, like straight ahead? What if I want it to be off to the side? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an entrance is like Royal Rumble 05 or whatever it was where they kind of ran to the side. Yeah. Ran to the side. You know what I mean? Like, or it'd be cool if you had like, you could do like the pipe and drape from like the nineties where it's like real basic, but it's just like the logo up there. It, you yeah, know? exactly. And then there's like all the customization stuff. Like, uh, like they have the bash at the beach, like where you could make your own, like how we used to do beach bods and backbreakers for PHBW where like I could use the, the bash at the beach set, but you can't take away the bash at the beach sign. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like there needs to be more customization options here. And so like, there's a lot of stuff that they do that is like, it's cool, but like it's why, why would I get it unless you're going to add these features? Right. But yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. Like I have like, um, like I've cre- created this whole like roster of about 50 people. And I use that to like be the, the local independent talent that feeds into NXT. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I love doing that, but it's like, I've spent all this time creating this. Why would I buy a new game for just a few different characters? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the whole difference with, uh, with AEW Fight Forever, it kind of gets me excited for that game. The fact that it's like, oh, wow. Like, if in a year you have this guy under a deal, like, all of a sudden in six months he'll be on the game. Like, that's a really fun idea to me. Yeah. Even if it's like, hey, buy this character for five bucks. It's like, take my money. Bought. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So, it actually makes me really excited to buy that now. Absolutely. And the fact that it'll be kind of No Mercy-esque, I think, is really fun. So, yep. I'm, I'm excited for it, man. I think it's cool. Me too. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? That's it. Well, of course, we want to throw a shout out to some of our podcasting buddies like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Uh, check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. In fact, I don't know if, are you a member of the Positively Pro Wrestling uh, Facebook group? Yes, I believe Steve Hoker added me to that not too long ago. It's great, actually. Cause yeah, he, it's well, fun. Steve Fountas, you know, from PPW was kind of like, Twitter's getting weird. Let's, and I'll, I'll be honest, like Facebook groups are like one of my new favorite things. Yeah. I am not a fan of Facebook, but I have all these groups I'm in where it's like focused on figures or old wrestling. And it's like, this is fun. Yeah. I feel like that's where Facebook is actually <laughs> bettered themselves. Having all these groups where you don't have to focus on the BS of actual Facebook. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, check that out. The face it's a it's a private group, but you can ask to join if you're a wrestling fan. I highly recommend it. Absolutely. Uh, the Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, in the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR, uh, Boots to the Face with Marty and Rucker, Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin, and of course the twins over there. Yep. Uh, Wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. 
Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, his amazing chop shop he's doing over there. So he's doing a reissue rumble right now where he's yes. going to have 30 entrants. And uh, you can pick the ones you want or the ones get eliminated. So yeah. two entrants have been announced so far. Very cool stuff. Did you see, like, his stuff went viral again? I did. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Funny story, actually. This just happened yesterday. So I, I had bought about a week ago the 91 roster poster shirt from yeah, T-Public. Yeah. It's one I've been wanting for a while and finally pulled the trigger. It's awesome as all, you know, Battle Cat and oh, yeah. Warrior and Hogan, all them on there. So it's really cool. I'm in Quick Trip of all places uh, in Tulsa, just grabbing something to eat real quick. A lady stops me. She goes, hey, where'd you get that shirt? I'm like, oh, I got it on T-Public. She's like, that is awesome. My grandson loves pro wrestling. <laughs> and I'm like, well, actually, my friend drew this. She's like, oh, yeah. I was like, Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. She's like, well, that'd be awesome if he had like a, a print. And I'm like, matter of fact, he does. Yeah. And so I, I was like, yeah, it's Artie Jason Wolf's all his social media. Shoot him a message. He has prints, T-shirts, all that cool stuff. Well, that's that's so cool. And I'm like, I think that's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if she'll follow him or even buy anything, but that, that's kind of cool that like, right. you know, like that's how you make fans, you know? Absolutely. Word of mouth. I think it was cool. Absolutely. Um, uh, the pot, or I'm sorry, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast and Tots, their buddy Al Day. Check all those shows out. Uh, check out our other podcast, No Holds Barred with Bill Benus. Yep. Every uh, every Tuesday. Yep. On sabbatical right are, now. Are you? Are you happy about that? Yep. I'm very happy about that. And you know, I you know, but I I did some nice things for him. You know, uh, uh, over the uh, you know, I don't think you ever done a nice thing for, for Bill Benus for the, for the holiday. I told him, you know, at, at the end of the month, I'll give him I'll give him a few more episodes. We're going to continue. The fifth season. I'm going to give him a little bit longer of a season. Yeah. This this uh, season, as, as the CEO of Moonlight Studios, I'm. I heard you got a new job. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I I bought it. I bought I bought Moonlight Studios, uh, and and I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him ten episodes to convince me to keep No Holds Barred, and then after that, because he's not going to do it. No, no. Uh, you know, goodbye, Bill. Wow, it's really. Sad how you just destroyed this guy's life and love it. Hey, he 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 started it. He started it. And he's just mad because I'm smarter. <laughs> so check out No Holds Bar with Bill Beatus. It is a, an absolute. Uh, it's as insane as you might think. It's a train wreck. It is. And also check out the TV Toy Cast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. Uh, all of Bane's music you can find on Apple or Spotify wherever you get your tunes, um, including a couple new albums you released uh, last year. Yep, and some singles. So check all that out. Yeah. Um, our uh, t-shirts can be found at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, and whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for uh, <clears throat> Breaker and Maine's Power Hour, TB Toycast. Big underscore Bane has a shirt store, fully posable, doing the favor, positively pro wrestling podcast. All those guys have shirt stores as well, so check them out. Absolutely. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good.
pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.